Hello, everyone, and thank you for coming to the Dad's Beards Nerds Prime Podcast, episode 37. Anchor's number one nerdy conversational podcast, and the podcast where two of us can grow a beard and the other not so much. My name is Anthony. And I'm George, and fortunately, Tommy's missing tonight, but we love you, bro. It's all good. And Tommy's our, here in spirit. But our, And our guest tonight is Meryl. Hey. Mama Meryl. Mama Meryl. Mama, 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 Meryl. Like it's supposed to be like a take on Mama Mia, but I've only ever heard Mama Mia in the like previews, so I'm not 100 sure how that tune goes. It was a very good try. I tried Mama Meryl, ma, ma, mama, mama, Meryl, something like that. I'm pretty sure they probably won like a Tony or some shit. I, I you know, I'm not really sure, but it sounds it sounds right on the money, so I'm gonna say yes. Boom. Feel, uh, feel, feel free to send her that audio, George, so she can use it in all her promotional videos. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's hop into some housekeeping real quick before we get into the blunt of it. Uh, so here we go. Uh, if you enjoy the podcast, please check out our daily news posted Monday through Friday and an occasional review posted on Saturdays. If you'd like to support the podcast and listening, please check out our Anchor page at anchor.fm slash dadsbeardsnerds, where you can donate to us via the support this podcast button and sign up for a monthly donation of $0.99, cents, $4.99, or $9.99 per month. You can cancel anytime. Next up, find us at Twitter. Uh, find us on Twitter at Dad's Beards Nerds, Twitch at Dad's Beards Nerds, Instagram at Dad's Beards Nerds Podcast, or if you'd like to be part of our ever-growing Discord community, you can find that link in our Twitter bio or in the show notes for every show that we produce. Next up, you can find George at G Hioko, that's G-H-I-O-C-O, Tommy, at Nightween593 on Twitter, Nightween5930 on Instagram, and then me, Anthony, you can find me everywhere at DadBodPlays. Next up, we are going to TwitchCon, everybody. That's right. Dadsbeard Nerds will be at TwitchCon 2019, and we are excited to see all of your faces. Now, here's what we need from you. If you would like to be on the podcast, please DM us on any of our social medias around the globe and let us know we'd like to compile a list and we are looking into having a meet and greet in sunny san diego we're not 100 percent sure where yet but maybe a cocktail bar um we're not generally sure who uh the ages of our audience so we will update you <laughs> as we get more more information uh but yeah twitchcon's gonna be fun next up we have not picked the game for july's game of the month yet but we will be picking that game soon and we will be announcing it. Now, you might be saying, oh, man, we don't know the game yet. Mystery game! That's right. If you want to get in on this action, you've got to go to our Discord. Now, once again, you're going to find that Discord link in our Twitter bio or in the uh, the show notes for all of our shows. If for some reason it isn't working, please contact us via DM or any of our socials, and we will be more than happy to send you the link to our Discord. That, pes- now, that pesky link has expired on us sneakily from time to time. Yeah, it's supposed, never, it's supposed to never expire. It's supposed to never Mama, expire, but it does. It just decides Mama, to quit and walk out of the building. Mama Meryl, do you have a, do you have a Discord? Yes, yes, I do. Now, does your if you put your Discord link to like forever, does it like expire at times? Do you have that issue? Yeah, I, I've had it. Yeah, I've had that issue a couple times actually. Good, it's not just us. I should probably start regularly updating that then, <laughs> as a precaution. Yeah, we should just do it weekly. Now that we've got we've got it confirmed by Mama Meryl, uh, I think we need to fix that. 
uh, Illuminati confirmed. Basically. Oh, oh, oh gosh. All right. Let's hop into the topic. What are you playing, Mama Merrill? You're the guest. You are our the, the guest of honor. You're the host with the most. You're the the person with the person. I couldn't think of anything silly to say after person. Person is <laughs> a weird word, kind of like orange. Like, what do you say after person? Um. <laughs> I guess you could say a purse. You're the person with the purse. Um. I. I mean, sure. <laughs> it. It would work. Let's go with that, Merrill. What you playing? I mean, I, I'm a variety streamer, or I like to say, I, I normally just play whatever, you know, um, my viewers want me to play, or I, I love to play with my viewers. That's like my most favorite thing to do. Uh, so honestly, it just varies. Um, but most of the time you do see me play Overwatch just because um, I'm a little bit obsessed with competitive, uh, but I also like to kind of branch out and play random things like Hollow Knight or... Uh, I don't know. Some I played Bioshock Infinite for the first time, even though it's been out for years and years and years. <laughs> How'd you like it? Oh my gosh, I absolutely loved it. I was I was a little <laughs> confused <laughs> for most of it because it has kind of a twisty, r like crazy story. Um, but I mean, at the end, I absolutely loved it. I still have yet to play one and two. Oh my god. Okay, listen, you're gonna play one and two, and it's gonna make you. Well, I don't know if you're gonna hate. So Infinite was the bioshock out of the three that i dislike the most it's the um, one the one he likes to crap on all the time oh no well it, okay so my <laughs> issues with it are this so you're gonna play one and two and you're gonna realize that that the, the combat the weapon system and the the plasmids are what they're called the plasmids um or the I tonics i think they're called tonics in infinite yes yes so in Bioshock 1 and 2, it felt more immersive, and the systems put in place for those to upgrade them and stuff like that were a lot more intricate. Not to mention, the story in Bioshock 1 and 2, like, I, I got, I could understand. Um, I had to watch a video on Infinite, like, uh, like same with Interstellar. After I got to watch Interstellar, I had to go into Google or YouTube and be like, what happened in this? What the <laughs> like, fuck? What the hell did I just watch? I needed it dumbed down, and even after watching that video for Infinite, I was still like what it's kind of like that one movie um where they have dreams within dreams within dreams or so oh what is the movie oh inception yes that 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 is a movie that absolutely just i still don't even know what went on and i've googled it like 900 times yeah 100 percent. like movie endings like like that like i i don't I, I, I can't because i'm like i need an answer <laughs> The, I did, I, I have played like 30 minutes of Bioshock 1, so I, I do understand the differences between the combat. The combat in Bioshock 1 is definitely a bit, um, it feels a little bit harder than uh, Bioshock Infinite, because there was a lot of aim assist in Bioshock Infinite, and uh, I don't know, it just, it, it, something about it just felt totally... Yo, Bioshock Infinite looks a lot better. I'll give it that. Yes, yes. And, uh... The voice acting for the characters I thought was really spot on. There's a couple of voice actors here and there in one and two, and you're like, ah, that doesn't really fit. But I mean, like, it's not a bad, it's not a bad game to play. I, there are a lot of people who enjoy that game. A lot of friends that I have who enjoy it. I just have a weird gripe with it because I'm a nerd uh, like that. But like, I just, I don't know. I'm, I'm just not a fan of games that like do a complicated story for comp, like for a complicated story, like trying to overcomplicate it to try to look or try to seem like extravagant in a way, I guess. Yeah. Um, 
I don't know. This and, and I, the way they delivered the whole like Elizabeth thing, I feel like they were trying to make you think that Booker was like gonna fall for her, and then you find out it's his daughter, and you're just like, ugh, I feel so gross. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I did forget about that, and one hundred percent, that's very much on Creepy Street. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it was like a kind of Brady Bunch feel. Oh, like the movie when uh, when Jan and uh, and was it Jan and Greg are? You know yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so happy that we got the reference to the Brady Bunch movies. <laughs> They're terrible. But it's just like I haven't, I, I haven't thought of that movie in like 15 years, and it's in my brain now, and I need to watch it again. <laughs> or, or you don't, or or you could just totally try and forget that we've even mentioned it. <laughs> So, uh, so Bioshock Infinite, Overwatch, is there anything else you've been, or Hollow Knight, is there any, anything else you've been playing that you want to talk about? Um, I mean, I have so many games on Backlog on Steam that um, I should be playing. Like, I just bought Final Fantasy XV, and I absolutely love it so far. I just can't seem to find the time to, like, give it the, you know, the actual time it deserves. Yeah. No, I... I think George and I can 100% understand that. Yeah, that's <laughs> yes, the yes. struggle, yeah. But uh, I, I, I must say, I popped in your stream the other night, and I wanted to record this, so I'm going to say it again, even though we talked about it earlier. But you pulled off some really sick Widow shots. I know you said you, oh you don't gosh. normally do that, but I was just like, oh, shit. Like, <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'm I'm actually embarrassed you brought that up because I feel like I'm so bad at her. Like, it is... <laughs> I, I think during the stream i you know capped a couple good ones and then like but normally my um my viewers will just dog on me they're like go back to mercy <laughs> well yeah like like i said i was just like oh my goodness like i appreciate just, it though yeah. no i i i was just like because i am tra a trash widow player i've tried i'm like i could do this nope I mean, it's, it is a lot of practice because I, I mean, I used to never be able to get any headshots like ever, and I've, I've just been practicing a bunch lately because I want to, I want to feel like I'm good at aiming at one point. Right. Yeah, and see, that's the thing. It's like I have zero time to practice, unfortunately. So Widow's just not my, not my jam. But yeah, that, that, that was impressive. So. Mama Merrill getting them headshots, getting them pro strats. Oh. Oh, yes, you'll see me on um, Overwatch League soon. <laughs> you heard it here first. They need, like, Overwatch League parents. They need an Overwatch Parents League just for parents. <laughs> it, it'll be great because, like, you'll have all these awesome players, but then you'll have these, like, these not subpar players, but these, like, parents that just make great plays periodically. But you could also, I, I, I feel like if you're going to have an Overwatch Parents League, the children need to be there during the competition. <laughs> around naturally so at times you can hear you can hear like like in my thing like Mikkel stop hitting your brother stop hitting I'm so sorry oh my god they killed Mikkel stop hitting your brother <laughs> oh my god. I'm in a competition so I'm trying to win some money I need you to stop hitting your brother <laughs> oh my gosh that's oh yes I you, sometimes you can hear my eight month old just like start screaming crying because he he falls asleep like that's whenever I stream is whenever he goes to bed and so like I have the baby monitor sitting in front of me and so every now and then he'll just hear him like what my everybody in chat's like the baby 
Let's go over to the baby cam. I feel like this this Overwatch apparently can be elaborated though. Like I feel like we got something good here. I'm gonna run on a tangent. Just imagine, okay, so we've got like the main esports stage where all the parents are out there playing, blah blah blah. You're getting the esports strats, you're getting the commentators, and they're end up like, all right, now let's go to the child's ball pit. Oh, we've got Anthony's kids fighting all three each other at the same time <laughs> oh we've got meryl's kids over here oh it looks like uh shiloh's ninjing up behind mikhail oh and she batista bombed him into the <laughs> ball pit and then you just hear george going shiloh stop batista bombing the kids <laughs> and it just i feel like we got this dynamic this dual dynamic and i think that we can we can do something with it i think we've done some good today all right well that's the podcast everybody thank you for coming <laughs> We need to we need to get in touch with Daddy Jeff real quick and uh, get a custom game mode for this, and we'll be set. <laughs> uh, okay, so Final Fantasy 15. You said you're playing Final Fantasy 15. Now, um, I I I enjoyed Final Fantasy Final Fantasy 15 when I played. My only issue was like load times, and it kind of deterred me from it. But I love the fact that it's just like a group of dudes who are like really good friends just on a road trip. Uh, yeah, I thought that was really interesting. Um, a lot of people complain because they're like, oh, you know, it doesn't feel like a like a regular final fantasy game like um i guess because it was so modernized um the one thing i don't like so far is um how long how the car scenes you're just sitting in the car waiting for them to get somewhere and that bothers yeah so i guess like it's not this isn't something that i i disliked about it because it wasn't the main reason why i stopped playing it but um, it is kind of annoying at times when you're just kind of running around leveling up and then all of a sudden like here, here comes the army and they're like, ah, oh, we found you robots. And you're just like, <laughs> how many times do I have to do this guys? I destroy you every single time. What are we doing team rocket? I'm going to send you blasting off again. Basically. Yes. Yes. Um, and then I don't know. I haven't gotten very far in it, but I've heard there's a boss that takes like over 24 hours. I don't know if that's like a myth, but <laughs> that's what I. Um, so I don't even know how far I got. I got to like the second main area, but the one bot, like main boss fight I did do, I thought was really cool. I like the way they, they revamped the combat too. It's kind yeah. of more action combat-y, but w like the way you're switching through stuff, it feels really seamless. I, I did enjoy that. I enjoyed the cooking. I enjoyed the, uh, the four bros hanging out being bros. Uh, the voice acting for the, the, the you know, American voices is actually really good i thought i enjoyed that it just like the load times just felt it felt yes. like too much like like i get it it's a really big game it's really expansive and and i i give it that but at the same time like some of these load times are just like oh yeah yeah i can totally see that and it it it's sad because it is such a beautiful game like i opened it up for the first time and i was like geez this is just absolutely stunning and then you're sitting there waiting for the next scene because you're just you're like looking at your watch, waiting waiting for it to actually load. I have been playing an awful <laughs> lot of... I was actually talking that whole time, believe it or not. But uh, I've been playing an awful lot of Oxygen Not Included again. Um, oh God, they, they just keep adding stuff to this game. And it's it, I, I keep gushing about it almost every podcast. But they're getting close to actually releasing it version 1.0. So What is it? Oxygen Not Included. It's by Kaya Entertainment. Um, same company that made... Uh, don't starve and don't starve together oh okay okay like it is uh indie game yeah mm -hmm. Pre pretty small uh team um but immense game i'm it's how do i explain this i've done it 
so many times now, but it keeps changing. Um, you have to basically construct a, a colony inside of an asteroid and uh, from the inside out, essentially. And some of these, the game's very complex at certain points with when you're dealing with air pressure, um, the types of metals that you use to build certain things. And there, there's all kinds of different variables in this game. So it's as easy and as complex as you want to make it. it it's on in the same vein as Minecraft, but with like a Tim Burton-esque art style. If you, I could give it a description. Oh, that sounds pretty. I, I do like Tim Burton style. Yeah, it, it's it, very similar to the art in uh, Don't Starve uh, on a certain level. Less, a little less creepy, but this game is very, ba right. very based in science um, and, and understanding a lot of different things. And um, like I was jonesing and excited because they added ethanol into the game, and I'm like, ooh, I can't wait to play with that. So. <laughs> That's a uh, that's what I've been messing around with. I do want to jump back into Overwatch though because they're adding, or they have added the new hero. Correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, yeah, it's on. Um, or he's the on the PTR, PTR right? right? Now. So, um, definitely looking at checking that out, seeing how he's gonna change the gameplay. Because uh, from what I've seen, it looks pretty crazy. Um, yeah, and they're adding um, roll lock. Right. So. That'll change a bunch of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so having two Overwatch players right here in front of me, I mean virtually, but you're basically in front of me. Uh, how do you guys feel about Roblox? Because as a very super ultra casual Overwatch player, I, I bought it, I played it for a little bit, and then I stopped. And I think about putting it on there, but I haven't realistically played it in like nine months to a year. <clears throat> how, do, how, how do the two of you feel about Roblox? Now, as I'm going to give you my opinion first, because I'm the noob at Overwatch, I don't play it. I think it's silly, but I definitely see how it could be good. But I'm also seeing a lot of people online. There's no in between. It's I hate it or I love it. I hate it. I love it. I'm not seeing anybody be like, well, you know, it's got its 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 potential or it's got its downsides and blah 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 blah. I'm an Overwatch. I I'm a Mercy main, you know. <laughs> yeah. Um. No, I've, I've definitely seen the backlash and the love and support for it um, on both ends, as you uh, as you said. And it's funny that you say that um, you haven't seen an in-between, um, because I actually feel very in-between about it right now. Um, okay. Yeah, so um, I, I I myself am a support main whenever it comes to competitive. Now, when it comes to quick play and stuff, I am I just do whatever I want. Um, the, the thing I... I think it'll be good for the community because um, as Overwatch is known for, it's it does have a very toxic community most of the time. Yeah. Uh, yes. And, yeah. Uh, so, yes. And so people will fight over DPS or who needs to be healer, blah, 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 blah. And I think with the role lock, that'll avoid toxicity because they can't be like, switch off, switch off, because they can't switch off. Um, there, There's also the fact that it'll help people stop um, just trying to troll and pick dps characters to troll um i mean yes there there are still going to be trolls that's uh, that's unfortunately the community that they have brought um now the the part that i don't like about it is um overwatch was made to be a game where you adjust your team to to be able to counter the other team um which sometimes that's not always a 2-2-2 stack um because like triple tank can be sometimes very undefeatable uh, and you can't do that anymore. Um, so I, I can see that being a problem and then it becoming stale um, to the fact that 
there's no new compositions. It's going to be the same comp over and over, over, um, kind of, kind of close to, you know, beta that there, everybody was doing the same thing. Uh, so I, that, that's where I see the problem. I think it's going to, it might in the end, in the long run, kill the game because it's going to become a very stale game. Okay. George, what are your thoughts? I, I tend to lean towards the latter, um, scenario as well, unfortunately. Um, like, like, she just said it's going to end up becoming the same stack over and over again and it's unfortunate because i think in like quick play we shouldn't be worrying about this if this is overwatch league or something like that okay like if that's something they're going to put in the game like do it at that level you know um but i don't know if i technically agree with the whole rollout but well time will tell the tale whether they roll it back or not because they have remitted changes in the past. So, you know, I, I think this is going to be a, hey, let's see what happens kind of a scenario for Blizzard. Um, and with the age of Overwatch already, I, I also kind of think they're at the point where they can kind of say, well, why not? There's a lot of speculation already that the, the sequel the sequel will be coming out too, but there's a lot of unknowns about that as well, or if it's going to be an add-on or how it's going to work. So, Okay, so I've got a question for the two of you. Mm-hmm. As... Okay, so Rolock is something that, that that's coming, right? It's not up for debate. This is this is a this is something that's happening, right? Right. So, um, as someone who was really big into WoW back in the day, once they integrated, uh, what was it, dungeon or, or raid? Not 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 raid, but instance, you know, killing. I noticed as someone who liked to play as rogues or hunters, that if you wanted to get in this DPS. It took a lot longer, so bear with me on this one. So it yeah, might be... that, I was going to mention that too. Like queues are going to so, go go crazy. So <laughs> to alleviate that, you got a lot of people doing hills or being a paladin, you know, stuff like that, a tank, which I did, and I got into instances even faster because I was, you know, there's only one healer, there's only one tank per party. There's three DPS. So I would get in much faster with that, and every once in a while I'll play on my DPS guys. But for the most part, like they got pushed to the, to the wayside because if I go on my WoW account now, the the healers and tanks are going to outweigh um, how many DPS I have played. It was it became more of a fun thing to do as opposed to like wanting to actually like, like play the game seriously. Now, with that being said, is this going to create that same issue where now people are going to be start like playing? kills and tanks more because they know that a general dps character is going to take longer to get into a match because like you said it's not only with competition but it's with casual they're doing this correct yes so are we going to see an influx of mercy mains of reinhardt mains of all these you know tanks and healer mains now and less dps mains or do you think that it will balance itself out um, after maybe like a month and people will, will realize because I, I was reading on how they're doing the ro- the roll lock where you are going to have a specific rank for that role now as well as a rank on top of just for general play and for competitive play so do you think it will balance out or like George like you were saying do you honestly think that that it will in turn be something where it maybe gets a year people complain about it it, it, it messes up the matchmaking quality and then all of a sudden uh Blizzard or yeah, Blizzard, right? Blizzard's the one does Overwatch. Yeah, mm-hmm. Blizzard comes in and is like, "Hey, we got to change this. This isn't I, working." I think it, that it could be applied at the higher levels of play, but at you know, quick play and stuff like that, I, I don't think you're doing 
much good because again like, like Meryl said it, it, it this is a game that you know you see the the enemy team running fair mercy okay now you go widowmaker and you know okay maybe one of you switches off to counter that that hero and or you know maybe you do need an extra tank to keep that that payload on the move um now your options are extremely limited and it does seem like it's confining you in a cone of play even though you do have a choice ultimately on what role you want to play but again i do i see it increasing queue times which in overwatch for at least for me um haven't always been the greatest mm-hmm you know, yes, so. I, I can see it increasing queue times too, um, because the unfortunately the culture um, of Overwatch is that people tend to sway more towards you know DPS or tank or healers, um, or or they they one trick. One tricking is such a big part of uh, the community. Uh, you you find one hero that you're good at and you you stick to them because you feel like you're going to win more. Um, so I think the people that are extremely, you know, wanting to win, they're going to stick to what they're good at um, and and increase that queue time, especially DPS mains. DPS mains, I, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to say they're the worst about it because most of the time healers and tanks will flex um, because nobody wants to play healer. Nobody wants to play tank. So DPS spots are usually filled. So I think the DPS queue times are going to go up, but I don't see healers and tanks going up because people tend to not want to play that. Yeah, I. That's the one reason why I'm such a good mercy player is because no one likes playing healer. So yes, <laughs> naturally, yes. <laughs> naturally, I'm just like, fine. You guys fucking suck. I'm gonna res you all. Let's win this fucking game. I hate you. Um, Basically, yeah. <laughs> every game for me. I love that. I hate you. I hate you. Let's win this I'm fucking game. Die. I'm kidding. I'm not because I want to win. I I I I um I love the fact um so a lot of times you know people will be like oh you know you play healer you're not that um significant in the game but as soon so i i, I won't lie i i have been toxic in the past where whenever people are toxic towards me uh and they're being mean to me or something and i'm you know i'm like i'm the only healer or something like that and so i'm like okay if i'm not that significant i'll just run around and battle mercy and then that we end up losing the game and they're like well it's because i wasn't so significant right <laughs> they got what they deserved that's what they yes get. exactly they you're gonna talk shit on your healer it's but no it's you're not toxic it's like that in every game it's like in wow too people be spamming the healers and the healers just sit back and they're like okay do it then do it go. <laughs> good luck go i'm gonna be over here eating this virtual food filling my little virtual tummy and uh, you guys, you guys do your thing. No, 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 I'm good over here. Oh, you know what? I'm gonna shat. I'm gonna, I'm gonna shadow priest now. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna <laughs> go. I'm gonna be a shadow priest now. How's that? How's that? I'm DPS now. So. Yeah, I, I love going Torbjorn. That's that's that is like the um, <laughs> that is like the face of throwing in the game. It's like, oh, you 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 think I'm doing bad? Well, wait till you see my Torbjorn plays without a turret. I'm just gonna use my hammer. <laughs> That's a that's a strat I can 100% get around. Like, <laughs> like I, I'm 100% on board with that. And I would love to see that on stream. I, <laughs> one of my favorite things though is, is absolutely just shutting people down with mercy. Like, yes. I, I, I have I have a couple clips where like a McCree tries to flash bay me, but I'm 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 flying away and I'm already around the corner and I just turn around and just pop him in the head with the the, the pistol and I was just like, yo. Who's high, got the high noon now, bitch? You know, like... It's empowering. <laughs> it is, yeah. 
Um, but mm. yeah, it's playing Mercy can, especially a skilled one, can can definitely sway the match. I mean, any hero mm-hmm. really can, but they need to be in the right place at the right time for sure. Exactly, exactly, and 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 the the fact that. It is such a team-based game. I understand why they are saying two-two-two, um, so that people won't fight about, you know, what what strat they need to use. Because now you basically only have one strat. But I, I think that kind of takes away from the originality of the game that you don't you don't have a choice anymore. And that's what I loved about it. I loved having a choice. Well, yeah, I agree. It's actually, it was really interesting listening to you two Overwatch nerds talk about this because it's a game I don't know a whole lot about. And to be honest, I know it's it's way more in-depth than it really, than, than I know it is. So I appreciate you two talking about that. I feel I feel like such a nerd now. I feel like such a geek. Thanks. Well, just wait till I talk to you about Gundam and, and Universal Century and YG Gundam's the worst and blah, blah, blah. So I've, I've got my stuff where afterwards I'm like, my God, I'm a nerd. Oh, wow. I know nothing about that, so I'm looking forward to it. Um, so, all right, let's knock out what I'm playing first, and we'll get to the first topic. Man, I'm really happy we got to talk about the rollout, because that was the big issue this week. This week and last week, so. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, a lot of people were, they've got they've got thoughts on that. But, um, okay, so I bought Moonlighter and Enter the Gungeon on PlayStation. They have a sale going on. I put a little bit of Enter the Gungeon. Uh, it, it seems cool so far. I need to put more time in it. It seems simpler than I thought it was going to be. Next up, Rocket League has broken me. I was in gold two. Now I'm down to silver three. I don't know why I'm playing so bad lately, but Rocket League has broken me. Um, third, I bought Prey a while back for $10 at Walmart. I need to play it. I see it. I acknowledge it, but I have not played it yet. I do not know why. I tried playing Fallout 76 today. It had an update. The PlayStation said I didn't have enough memory, which is bullshit. Uh, and so I did not play it. I downloaded PUBG on my wife's Xbox. I attempted to play it. It would not load. Great job, Blue Balls. Next up, um, I, I want to play more for Borderlands. That's all I got. We're going to a break. Then we're going to hop in topics with Mama Merrill, the one, the only Mama Merrill. Be, be right back, everyone. Hi, everyone. Anthony from Dad's Beards Nerds here. You ever wanted to have your ad read on Anchor's number one nerdy slash gaming conversational podcast and daily news podcast? Well, now's your chance. Check it out. Sponsorships cost 100 for a week or 200 for three weeks. Your ad will be read over our week's worth of content, which includes DBN News, any reviews we might do, and our DBN Prime podcast. All ads are to be paid via our DBN PayPal. And if you are interested in this awesome, awesome deal, you can contact us at dadsbeardsnerds at gmail.com. We look forward to hearing from you. Now, back to the show. And we are back. Thank you very much, everyone who's listening. If you are just jumping in, we are joined by the amazing Mama Merrill today as our guest. And we are about to hop into our topics. But real quick, I hope you enjoyed that ad. And that's right. We are looking for sponsorships. If you know a company that wants to sponsor a podcast, Anchor's a number one gaming news podcast slash nerdy conversational podcast in specific, please have them email us at dadsbeardsnerds at gmail.com or feel free to dm us in any of our social media platforms it feels weird saying platforms anyways topic one for mama meryl mama meryl mama if i may uh so twitch streamer mom full-time student the real question is where do you find time to breathe um you you don't I'm i'm just kidding i'm kidding um I don't know. Um, 
I, I'm lucky to have a very supportive husband. Um, he he works. Uh, he's in the military actually, and uh, oh. so he works all day, comes home, and then he takes the kids, and I I do whatever I need to do, whether it be cleaning or school or streaming. Uh, now, Meryl, you know what that's called? That's called a keeper. He understands. Keeper. Oh, I gotta give her. I gotta give her time to herself, or she's gonna go insane. Uh, oh yeah. <laughs> I'm the same way. My my wife is the same way. When when I get, well, I mean, my wife works in the daytime. I work at night, so I try to alleviate that. Like, hey, if you want to go do stuff on your weekend, go do it, because I know that you might need time to your own, to yourself, or or we're gonna wake up not alive. Basically. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. It that it's wonderful to have a a partner that understands that you need you need your you time, or you you might go insane, especially after watching kids all day. You. You're like, I, okay, both of them cannot talk to me, and I might, I might go insane because I, I feel like I am talking to two walls. Definitely. Now, as a student, there is no easy major. I was about to say, is your major on the easy side? That's not true. Because you still have to read, you have to do all that, all that jazz. It's still insane. Right. What, what, what is your major, if you don't mind telling us? It... It's, um, I'm doing business administration. Nice. That's yes. like, that's such a great major because it's broad as well but you can almost use that that degree for any I, I work in the in the casino industry and like that's like the perfect degree for the casino industry just because it, it's it's broad enough that you can almost get like any position in the casino as long as you work like do the time in in that department right yeah and that's that's basically why i picked it um because i was i was very unsure when i was picking my major i was 17 years old uh, and I was like, I haven't, I still have no idea what I want to do. I want to pick something that I can, I have a lot to choose from in the future. So I, I, I just stuck with it because I, I, I'm almost done and I'm still very unsure what I want. I, I think I've kind of leaned towards something, but it's still up in the air. It's just, it's a perfect major. Like you can yeah. get a job almost anywhere with that. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's what makes it so good. It's not like, oh, I'm a, like, if you're an art major or a liberal arts major, or like a teacher, you're like you're majoring to, to teach, like you're kind of, you know, shoehorned into one specific group, obviously. And, and if there's no jobs in that group, you're kind of just, well, I guess I'll go work somewhere else. Uh, yeah, I've, I have a bunch of friends that um that actually majored in history. And, and, you know, there's, you can either teach or, you know, you get lucky and find some like awesome museum position or something. But there's not a lot of positions for that. So most of them either don't have a job, end up doing something random like photography or they're. Yeah, <laughs> I know. They're just like, shit, what do I do with this? <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> it sounded good when I was like 18. Now I'm, now I'm just stuck. <laughs> a, a buddy of mine, Jake Van Meter, shout out to Jake. Uh, he actually has his engineering degree and it, it's pretty wild how broad that, that ends up actually being. Cause he was able to get a job with Apple <laughs> just on a Oh, whim. wow. So he, he's, he's an engineer for Apple now, but it's just, I didn't realize that an engineering degree could, could be that, you know, that broad as opposed to just working for some sort of engineering firm. But to be honest, I don't have a full grasp on what engineering even is. As a whole. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, what I think engineering is could be completely off, but that's neither here nor there. It's Next not the up. trains, Anthony. Yeah, it's not. So you're you're over there laying the train tracks, right? And he's like, "What are you talking about?" I'm like, "I don't know." Um. Okay. So, Meryl, so you've got you got school, you got the children. So what what are you what are you streaming? What are you finding the time to stream? Because this is something. This is a reoccurring theme on our podcast. We do 
inadvertently have a lot of parents that come on. And I think that's inadvertently by design. I think subconsciously George and I do that with our guests because we're both parents. So we're finding other parents so we can find out what they're doing, what the secret formula is so we can integrate it into our own secret formula to make our secret formulas better and tighter. So, so where are you finding the, the, the time to stream? Much less you're an affiliate, correct? Yes, yes I am. So you're not, you're streaming on a, on a higher level already. As so what, like, what's the secret? Give us, give us all of your secrets, American. Oh goodness. Um, <laughs> it, it took a while to um, find, find out what, what worked best for me and, and not just for me, for my spouse as well, because uh, I, I try and put his feelings in there. Um, so, you know, I talked to him about, well, all right, what would you be able to watch the kids at this time? Or should I wait till they go to bed? Um, we tried, we tried having a schedule of Monday through Thursday, starting at 7 p.m. And the kids are usually awake by that time, go to bed at eight. So he was putting both the kids to bed, which was really stressful. <laughs> um, so, so then we changed it to 10 because I'm up late anyway. I, I have severe insomnia. Um, so, uh, so they're in bed by then. So it, it works perfect. So that he's not having to worry about them. I'm helping him get them to bed. We're both getting a little bit of downtime relaxed to ourselves, And then, and then I just stream until I'm ready to just say, you know what? I'm, I might be tired here in like four hours. <laughs> yeah, no, no, that's definitely, so there are weeks here and there where, where I just don't stream because I'm like, all right, well, let's watch a movie tonight. But yeah, 100% yes. balance that, that husband wife life as well or like you know in my my case happy wife happy life so exactly yeah <laughs> there are weeks where i'm like you know i, I won't stream this week but the podcast generally like because we do it we we record every thursday night so um and with my kids being out of school right now it's summer summer vacation it it I, i'm really only regulated to or knocked down to one day a week i can stream and that's Wednesday night. So if, if I don't stream, then, then I don't stream for the week unless we do it with the podcast. But that's fine because you got to balance it. You got to find that balance. Yes, yes, exactly. And I mean, um, I, I mainly just started streaming because I, you know, I, it was hard for me to get out of the house and meet people and relate to other people. So that was kind of my way of, quote unquote, getting out of the house, um, having some me time. And uh, I don't know, it it. Um, so, so I, I do the same as you do. Like some weeks I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to stream. I want to spend more time with my family. I want to, I want to take us all out to dinner or watch a movie with my husband, like you said. So yeah, it's, it's all about just balancing what makes you happy. For sure. How old are your kids? Uh, my oldest is, uh, seven and then my youngest is nine months. Oh my God. That gap. <laughs> what yeah. Gap? Yeah. What were we thinking? Right. Dang. So George and I, like George, you're how old's uh, George? Shiloh? Uh, Shiloh just turned three, and Georgie's gonna be five next month. Okay, so we got a two-year gap there. My kids are all twenty months apart, so I have a nine-year-old, I have a uh, nine-year-old, an eight-year-old, and a six-year-old. Oh, you so, scheduled? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mine are obviously out of the three of us. I've got the the easier kids to deal with. Like like you heard before the podcast, I can tell them, all right, guys, you can be out here, but you got to be quiet. And they're like, okay, cool, we'll be quiet. But with George, <laughs> they're, they're still so young where it's like, you got to be quiet. And they're like, yeah, yeah, dad, I'm fucking three. No, yeah. You know? It's like, I'll be as hey, loud as I want. Hey, guys, can you be quiet? And then, and then Meryl, your kids are like, you've got one that's like old enough to understand. And then you have one that's still pooping in a diaper. And there's yeah. just no in between. So it's, yeah, that's, that's, that's wild. That, that gap, that's a wild gap. My sister and I were five years apart. And, uh, 
I mean, nobody was streaming in my family in, in the 80s or the 90s, so we were good there. <laughs> <laughs> but that's really awesome that, that your husband, you know, recognizes that this is something that you enjoy to do. Uh, this is something that you put passion into, and, and he's willing to work with you on that. So that definitely helps when you have a spouse who's, who's willing to do that. Oh, of course. It makes it 10 times easier. I was, um, I was a single mom for about five years, and it, it's crazy how much a difference another person being there <laughs> oh yeah definitely if i were a single dad i probably wouldn't i wouldn't be able to i, I would only be able to do one the podcast or this i wouldn't be able to do one right yeah <laughs> so it's one of those things where yeah definitely that's crazy so for five years you were a single mom Mm-hmm. just added on top of those accolades mama meryl I, I'm, I'm trying to kill the game what can i say <laughs> <laughs> that's funny uh my mom was a single mom. I don't, I don't know how she did it. So to anyone who is a single mom or was a single mom, kudos to all of you because that shit looked wild. Even as, a, even as like a small child going into teenager, I was just in awe of how my mom did it with the two of us, especially with a five-year gap. Like you, you've got an eight, seven-year gap. So yeah, uh, <laughs> that's wild. But fucking congrats on killing the game. You got... <laughs> You got. You sound like you got it all figured out right now, or about as figured out as it, as it'll ever get. So, are there ever days where you're just like, like you're trying to get it going and it's just not happening? Oh my goodness, it's probably five days out of the week <laughs> where um, you're like looking at your house, you're like, wow, this place is a mess, and then you just sit down and watch Glee for you know, eight hours. <laughs> it's always Glee. Oh my gosh, I actually just started it. I'm only on season one, but I'm a little obsessed now. <laughs> um, My wife and I do that with, with anime. Oh like, my gosh. We'll find an anime and then, because we have a Crunchyroll account, so if I'm at work, you know, sometimes at night she has trouble sleeping, so just, she'll just stay up finding anime and I'll get a text like, I found this anime! And then, you know, on our days off or on my days off, we'll, we'll find it, because we have separate days off. She has weekends off because she works more like office work. And then I work uh, like a more traditional casino job where it's grave shift and, you know, you never sleep. <laughs> Gosh, I don't know how you work the, I don't know how you work at the casino. I, I, I actually just went to Las Vegas not that long ago and they, you guys are on your feet all day. Yeah. So luckily California casinos are like not completely different, but they're different enough from a Vegas casino where it's, it's not as busy all the time. Vegas casinos, I feel like are probably busy on a 24 hour scale, way more mm -hmm. than what like our casino is. Like we, I work at a small um, Native American casino, you know, tribal owned casino um, in California. So, well, I mean, in California with the law, the way the law works is that's the only way you can have a casino. You've got to be, it's got to be on tribal land. So it's not like Vegas or Atlantic city or, you know, like random steamboats in Mississippi where <laughs> you can just have these casinos. So like per capita on a 24 hour basis, we're definitely not as busy as, you know, Las Vegas is a, is a world known like vacation destination as opposed to where I'm at is a small town with a casino. <clears throat> so it's not as, uh, it's not as world known. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I, makes it a lot easier. I, however, am on my feet all day. <laughs> George has, has, has the hard job. I've yeah. got the easy one. Yeah, and what do you do, George? I, uh, I manage a grocery store. Oh, okay. Yeah, you are on your feet all day. Yes. And down. And then back up again. <laughs> yeah, um, it, I, my husband was a manager um, for a grocery store before, too, and I was a manager of a restaurant, so I, <laughs> I, I, I feel that. 
Oh yeah, I, um, gotta love retail. I met I met George when well, we were both living in the same area, and there'd be days I I was trying to sell him beer. <laughs> and oh wow. Yeah, after well even after we became friends, um, there'd be days where I come in and he'd be like, hey man, I can't talk. It's so fucking busy. Uh, we don't need any beer this week. Uh, I'll, I'll text you later. All right, man. It's like, <laughs> what is happening in here? George is like, these people, I, I, I can't talk. I got to go. I got to go. <laughs> I'm like, all right. I, I love you. Bye. <laughs> what a beautiful friendship. Yeah, it's, it's funny. It's funny how it started out. Just trying to sell them beer. And then eventually, actually, Overwatch was, I think, the thing. Oh, no, Twitch affiliation was, yeah. I think I've told the story probably. Uh, like at least 20 times, but I found out from another store manager at, at another store in the same area that George was was a video gamer. I believe his words were, oh yeah, George plays video games. He, he, he's kind of nerdy. And I was like, oh, okay, all right. I got an inside information. And then uh, I, I don't even remember what game I talked about, but I, I, I either I brought it up or he brought it up. I probably had to bring it up because I was trying to sell him beer. It was my, <laughs> that was going to be my angle. And then from there, like I just started like streaming as well. And he brings up Twitch, and then that's what sparked it. And that's what sparked our friendship in a friend. It's so, it's so pretty. I love the story. It's like um, it's, it's like um, when you tell your spouse story, they're like, how did you chew me? And it's, it's got that kind of a zing to it. Except for the, fir- the, except for the first three times he came into my story, he's just like, hey, do you want to buy beer yet? And I'm like, no. Yeah, George. <laughs> it wasn't until video games that it was like I, I I got through the armor. George was definitely not dealing with an outside vendor at that point. <laughs> and then he's just like, "Hey, Twitch," and I'm like, "Oh, I I'm on Twitch." And then I'm like, "Okay, yeah, you can buy, you can bring in your beer." Okay, you can bring in three different flavors. I guess we'll talk more about Twitch next week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. But your beer sold, so everything was fine. Yeah, all was right in the world. Um, Mama Merrill, I just want to say. First and foremost, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. I, I know that you've got a you got a busy schedule, um, <clears throat> busy life, and I know you could have streamed tonight. So I just I appreciate you taking the time to come spend it with us. Oh, of course, anytime. And then, what we really need to do, the most important thing, is I need you to tell everybody where they can find you. Every link that you think is relevant, tell them. And then we're gonna also re- reiterate that uh, towards the end of the show as well. But let, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitch at Mama Merrill, um, spelled M-A-M-A-M-E-R-Y-L-L. Um, most people say it memory, so that's not what it is. Um, and memory? then you can also find me. <laughs> yeah, they they think the L's are like, I don't even know where they get it from. So. <laughs> oh my God. Um, yeah, yeah, it happens a lot. And uh, and you can find me on Twitter, same name, um, but with a underscore next to it. I do have an Instagram, but I don't use it very much. But you can look at that as well. It's also ma'am. I almost said memory, Mama Meryl. <laughs> <laughs> you, what was it? Uh, you've become the one to spot a defeat. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> you were the chosen one. We, we like... George and I always send each other Star Wars gifts about uh, Anakin and Obi-Wan, so that's that's where we're pulling from. Okay. <laughs> All right, so, Meryl, once again, thank you so much. The, I just Yes, thank you so much for coming on the show. It was a pleasure chatting with you. We, thank you. We fucking love talking to other parents who do the same stuff that we do, so keep killing it. Yes. Uh, just keep being awesome, and thank you so much for coming on the show. Anytime. Thank you for having me. All right, everybody, we're going to take a quick break, and then we'll hit that out. And we are back. George and I just had the most amazing conversation, uh, but 
Yeah. <laughs> Listen, having Mama Mare on was amazing. She was awesome. But I think the biggest takeaway from this is not only getting to talk to another parent who's got a very busy, hectic schedule and is still able to stream, but also, George, the conversation you two got to have about Rolock, uh, I think that that was, that was awesome. Yeah. It's definitely something I wanted to know more about. And you two, you two Overwatch nerds definitely knew what you were talking about. So I just want to say thank you because that was phenomenal. And I'm like, and re- really, not to, not to, to keep praising her, but man, she was an awesome widow shot. Like, really, she's not giving herself enough credit. Go check her out, guys. Uh, Twitch.tv slash Bob My Merrill. Like uh, she said before, we'll plug her again here shortly. But um, awesome stream. I hung out uh, the other night for a couple hours and just chilled and just took it all in and had a good time. So good stuff. So let's go over her socials one more time. Twitch.tv slash Mama Merrill. Now all of these are spelled M-A-M-A-M-E-R-Y-L-L. Then you can find her on Twitter at Mama Merrill. And then she also said her Instagram, she said she doesn't, she's not as active on it, so follow her on there or don't. But Twitch and Twitter seem to be the most important places to follow. Um, yeah, big old thanks to Mama Mara for coming on. Um, <laughs> I just randomly hit her up. I, we, we, we've been friends on Twitter for maybe like a couple weeks, and I just saw her posting a bunch of stuff and, you know, just on that grind. And I was like, she seems like she'd be awesome to have on the show. And sure as hell, she was an awesome guest. So thank you again. Now, let's hit that so- sweet, saucy outro. First and foremost, if you want to contact us, you want to leave us a message, anchor.fm slash dadsbridgeners, where you can go over there, you can leave us a voice message for us to air on the show. Now, granted, if you're being a dickhead, we ain't going to air it, or maybe we will, and we'll just dunk on you for like five to ten minutes. Either way, you can go there to do that. Next up, what you can also do at anchor.fm slash dadsbridgeners is you can hit that support this podcast button and sign up for a monthly donation of 99 cents. $4.99 $4.99 or $9.99 per month. Granted, you can cancel this at any time, and it is a fantastic way to help support us to be able to do more with our community. A lot of the times with the money we are making for the podcast, we throw it back into the community. We throw it at our Discord. We throw it in giveaways on the Twitch channel. So, you know, we're all at a spot where we can buy our own equipment at the moment, but right now we just want to give back to the people who are supporting us and just say thank you. Last, if you do like what you hear, you can hear us live. You can come talk to us at TwitchCon 2019. Yes. TwitchCon. I can't wait, dude. I'm so excited for this. George and I will be there. Uh, Tommy will not be there just because the way it all worked out, Tommy became a part of the show after we'd already done all this. So uh, it's just going to be George and I there again like we were last year. But we will be talking to everybody. We'll be saying hi to everybody. So once again, find us at TwitchCon 2019. Just uh, DM us uh, on either you know the podcast social networks, our own social networks. We've been more than happy to meet up, say hi. We're working on doing like a, a little meet and greet hangout. And yeah, it's going to be great. We're fucking excited for this. But until next time, my name's Anthony. And I'm George. And thank you, everyone, for coming out and listening tonight. Have a good night.